Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Hey, God bless you guys. I want to talk to you today about subjective deliverance, fake manifestation. So, and I don't think that people are doing it intentionally, but because they haven't been trained in how to get delivered or to work with the deliverance minister, they're kind of making themselves vomit, making themselves manifest. And a lot of it, uh, not all of it, but a large percentage of it is actually not deliverance. And I want to talk to you today about it. All right. So thank you for all of your support for our recently released book called The Secrets to Deliverance by God's Grace. We are still topping the charts with it. And I'm presently working on our second book, which will be released May of 2019. I'm going to be dealing with deeper generational curses. I'm going to be tackling the topic of hip hop culture, vanity, gluttony, procrastination, church split, the curse of the storefront churches, you name it. We're going to be tackling that next year um, with our second book. So big shout out to those of you um, that have supported our first book. Amen. And I'm excited and I'm motivated. And I am presently uh, amped up about this particular uh, this particular topic. All right. Let's see if we could. Amen. We're back. Amen. All right. Now let's jump into this thing and then I'll answer uh, some of your questions a little bit later. Let me talk to you today about subjective deliverance. Now, what does it mean to be subjective? The word subjective is literally a psychological term in which one person subjectively influences someone else without actually telling them to do something, but their undertones or some of their mannerisms or uh, their form of communication is being perceived by the other um, and corresponding action is being done without any coercion or any force or manipulation. Um, now, the difference between manipulation and subjectiveness is that manipulation is I'm initially choosing to manipulate through willful intention. But subjectiveness means that I'm influencing you without influencing you, and I didn't intend for you to do that, but you did it based on what you think that I mean. Let me give you an example of that. Many of you with slain in the spirit. Um, and if you're hearing me, write it in the chat room, slain in the spirit. The truth of the matter is many of us, including myself, we have fell under slain in the spirit 
through, not all the time, but a couple of times through subjectiveness, which means we didn't know what to expect when they were praying for us. Um, we didn't, we, didn't, we wasn't sure how to respond. So because everyone else, um, is falling, we didn't feel anything. We kind of did, uh, you know, the Pentecostal weave. We start doing like this, you know, or we start going back and forth. And then next thing you know, we kind of just, we kind of just fall on the floor. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Some of us, we've done it because we don't know any better, right? So that's what is called uh, subjective, being subjective uh, action, which because uh, because we don't know what to do or how to receive, um, we assume subjectively what we are perceiving the person praying for us is desiring for us to do. So... We follow that plan. Well, the same, <laughs> Pastor Rick Costa said, as long as there's a catcher. <laughs> thank God for the catchers, right? Because many of us had done foul, and if thank God we would have done hurt our head, we would have broke our back, we would have hit the person behind it. You see, look, see what you done got me started on? Let's get back to the topic, all right? <laughs> In deliverance, it's the same. Because deliverance is the abandoned child of the church, uh, and because there hasn't been training on how to conduct deliverance or to be the recipient of deliverance, well, we're left to what is called nonverbal culture or nonverbal communication or nonverbal uh, actions and techniques. We don't know really what to do. We don't know what, while we're going through deliverance, what to say, what to do. Do we vomit or, or, and because we don't, uh, we assume what is expected by what we've seen others do. And because others vomit, others uh, yell, others scream, others do whatever, we kind of like, I guess now is the time to scream. Ah! You know how we do. <laughs> and because others have demons talking through them, we don't know any better. So we're like, oh, I think this is what I'm supposed to say. I've been here a long time. You know, uh, and the truth of the matter is a skilled deliverance worker can detect when someone um, not faking it in the sense of deceiving, but in the sense of subjectiveness. They, they don't know. We, we, we don't know. And what I want to share with you today is, is, is that us deliverance ministers, we know, we know when, um, you're helping the process. And to some degree, um, it's good that you help us because deliverance, listen to me, deliverance is not exorcism and possession. Uh, there's never a moment where your mind is not involved. There's never a moment where your personality is not there. And there's never a moment where your subconscious or your character is not at the forefront of what's happening. You are aware of what's going on. Now, what happens is, is depending on which room that we're tackling and depending on which area that we're confronting, there might be some sort of uh, 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 handing it over to the strong man that's there. Um, and I get it. But here's what I want to tell you guys. Guys, don't fake it. Don't fake it till you make it. Don't fake it till you make it. That is dangerous ground to fake it till you make it, which means I, I don't know what to do. Fake it till I make it. And what actually happens is, is you could be under the 
unseasoned or immature uh, deliverance minister um, faking or subjectively making yourself manifest. Let me tell you something. It's not hard to make yourself vomit. It really isn't that hard to make yourself vomit. People do it all the time. I guess this is what I'm supposed to vomit. <coughs> and you know how it is. Once you start coughing, it's not even a demon. You just physically can't stop coughing. It's no different than once you start laughing. You physically can't stop laughing. Did you catch what I just said? The same. And what happens is when you don't <laughs> gag reflex. Yes, that's a good one. I'm going to use that one. All right. A gag reflex. What happens is, is that the unskilled and untrained deliverance minister, uh, because they're excited to be used by God and finally assuming that there is a manifestation, um, begins to uh, refrain from going deeper because they think that they finally have pinpointed where the root or uh, where the root demon or the strong man is. Deliverance minister, listen to me. Deliverance minister, don't get caught up with vomiting. Do not get caught up with vomiting. Follow through on the strategy that the Holy Spirit has given you to help this person and get set free. Don't get caught up with manifestations because a lot of it is subjectiveness. People are just manifesting because they don't just, they don't just don't know any better. It's no different than slain in the spirit. It's a lot of it is subjectiveness. I done fell many a time and many people will cough and vomit many a time. Did you catch what I just said? Follow through with your strategy that the Holy Spirit, and if they manifest like that, then just let it go and then just keep following through on your, uh, following through on the steps. Now, for those of you listen to, listening to me, receiving deliverance, your deliverance is not predicated upon manifestation. It is held within the helms of truth, which means you should be looking for truth and confronting the lies and the ignorance or the bondages or the curses that are there. You're not looking for, oh, I'm about to manifest. We finally got the demon. Listen, listen to me. I'm going to share something that my wife, my wife coined this. Uh, she said, one day, and it's just, it's so true. She said that there are demons called take one for the team demons. Now, that was her, the only way she could express that. And I was like, what do you mean by that? She was like, where the strong man tells lesser demons, take a hit for the team. Therefore, they could think that, you know, that, that you, I'm leaving, but really I'm not. And what it is, is it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like what I call disinformation. The best way to get people to not get true information is to throw out disinformation. Um, because they'll get caught up with whatever information is thrown out there. So she, she coined that and said, take a, take a hit for the team demon. And there's no such deem, demon called by that, but rather these are, Lesser imp demons thrown out there, uh, to, to distract the deliverance minister, uh, from the real strong man or who's really in charge there. And what happens is a lot of time, a lot of times, uh, because of our ignorance and we don't know any better, uh, we subjectively begin to stir ourselves up to the untrained senses. Let me tell you something. Your senses are involved in your deliverance, excuse me, deliverance process. Second uh, Peter chapter four, verse 15 says that the person may escape the snare of the enemy that God would perhaps uh, grant them 
repentance and the acknowledgement of the truth. But the verse here says, where the enemy has kept their senses in bondage, which means your your uh, see, smell, hear, taste, and touch. Keep in mind, th- this is they don't these things don't belong to the enemy. These things belong to you. But if you don't know any better, uh, your your senses will work if you work it. Did you catch it? Your senses are neutral. They will work with whoever works them. So if a demon is working them, they'll work. If you're working them, they'll work. Did you catch what I'm saying? So be careful of subjectively stirring yourself up into freedom. Now, there's a difference between um, uh, motivating yourself and your place of getting your posture to the place of, well, Lord, I don't feel anything right now, but... I'm going to get it in, Lord. You're going to get me free because right now I don't feel anything. So you don't just sit there and be like, well, Lord, I don't feel anything. Do something. Then you're not going to get set free. There's a there's a, collab, a, a collaborative effort between the delivery and the deliverer or the deliverance worker uh, in helping you get set free. But you don't fake it till you make it. And you don't subjectively make yourself manifest. No. What you make yourself do is get to a place of truth. You don't make yourself manifest. Listen to me. You don't make yourself manifest. You make yourself submit to truth. You make yourself follow the instructions of the deliverance worker and not get caught up with, oh, I don't agree with that. That's not what I'm struggling with, man of God. Who cares if, if you're, what you're struggling or not struggling with? You listen to the deliverance worker whether they on target or not. Because let's say they're targeting another area and in your mind you're saying, well, I'm not really dealing with that. My struggle is this. So what if they're, cleaning an, if they're cleaning another area? You follow them. You follow with them. You don't sit here and go, uh, uh, man of God, no, no, woman of God, that's not what I'm really dealing with. Who cares what you're dealing with? If they're targeting another area and let's say that's not what you want to deal with, you follow the deliverance minister. You don't, the, that, that's the reason why surgeons put us to sleep and give us anesthesia because they don't want us saying, oh, uh, no, 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 surgeon. I don't want you dealing with this. It's over here. Did you catch it? That's why. So in the deliverance process, it's the same way. But what you do do is you get to your, you get yourself to a place of truth. You get yourself to a place of, listen to me, of surrender. You get yourself to a place of voluntarily handing over yourself to the deliverance worker while still testing the spirit, voluntarily handing yourself over and trusting someone else to wash your feet. Did you catch it? You cannot wash your own feet. There's no such thing. Jesus didn't say wash your own feet. He said wash each other's feet, which means you have to willingly say, here's my dirtiness. Here's my stankness. Here's my issues. Here's my stuff. Clean me up, woman of God. Clean me up, man of God. And together, 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 we help you get free. But what you don't do is you don't fake it. You, what you need to do is begin to, number one, is to make yourself get to a place of truth for deliverance is not a power encounter. Neither is it looking for a manifestation encounter. It is a truth encounter. It is a truth encounter, which means you get to a place of truth and by default, you renounce. You begin to renounce. Deliverance is not a religious experience. It's a legal exchange. You get to a place of renouncing. And once you start renouncing, listen to me, whether there's a manifestation or not, 
You know that whatever you legally bind on earth will be legally bound in heaven. That's what you're looking for. You're not looking for the vomiting. Now, vomiting can be the byproduct. Now, let me just jump in a little bit for those of you that are anti-vomiting. Well, the word spirit is the word pneuma, is where we get the word breath. Well, very simple. Matthew chapter 27 says, Jesus, read it, read it in your own Bible. It says, Jesus exhaled. It uses the word exhaled. It says he cried out and exhaled and gave up the ghost. So what happens is when you, when you exhale, there is a releasing of demonic entities. Now watch this. Would you like another scripture? Well, the inhaling is the receiving of a pneuma. God breathed in Adam's nostrils the breath of life. So he, he breathed in. Adam inhaled, received spirit. Well, exhale is the expelling of spirit. Did you catch it? Watch this. When the young boy who died, the Syro, uh, the Sunamite son, uh, that died because of a heat stroke, when he got delivered from the spirit of death, what did he do? He sneezed seven times. He had you seven times. What was he doing? He was removing the spirit of death and the demon gang of death around it. You know, all of that stuff, you know, and he, the body, what it did forcibly, watch this. When you sneeze, it's nothing more than your body doing a deliverance biologically on itself. That's why you sneeze. You Exhale, you're forcibly removing, forcibly removing, but it just comes on you, right? It comes on you, it comes on you, and you can't stop it, right? The same is with deliverance. That's like me trying to make myself sneeze right now. Like I can sit here and go, achoo! Now I make the sound, that's not a real sneeze. Did you catch it? So it is the same when you subjectively Make yourself manifest. It is the same. You need to not f stop faking it till you're making it. Remove that theology. You could do that in church. You could do that in church attendance. But in deliverance, fake it till you make it. Uh, fake it till you make it means uh, that you are potentially in dangerous. You're in dangerous ground when you fake it till you make it. You are not to do that. But I will tell you this. Watch this. If you get to a place of, su of subjectiveness, there will be demons assigned to play with that. Did you catch it? There are demons that will play with that. They will ride that. They will use that. And they will use it as a detour and a diversion to get the deliverance session to go down a different path, to get the deliverance worker to go down a different line of thinking, and to get the deliverance worker, excuse me, to even stop the deliverance session, uh, thinking that, well, we got the demon. We got it out, guys. We got it out, fellas. Why? Because the person is coughing and vomiting. No. No, no. Listen, guys, let's get to the next level of deliverance where you continue to help people get set free through all of those manifestations. Those manifestations are not what you're looking for. Those manifestations are the consequence of or the byproduct of, but not the means of. You're not looking for it. So in closing, I want to encourage all of you 
deliverance worker. Stick to your plan. Stick to the strategy. Stick to the uh, tactic that the Holy Spirit is helping you, helping someone else get set free and follow that through and don't allow manifestations to dictate what the Holy Spirit is doing through a deliverance session. And another thing I want to add there, even if there is no manifestation, if you follow through on your plan and help the person renounce and help the person break a chain or whatever the case may be, even if there's no manifestation, trust that something legally in the spirit realm has been done. All right. For those of you on the on the receiving end of your deliverance, when you go to a deliverance, you are to surrender yourself to the, the deliverance worker while still testing the spirit, uh, but you are not to coerce yourself or subjectively make yourself manifest. That's not what you're supposed to do. As a matter of fact, stop doing that. Um, that is why many of you go, but what happened, man? I've been through 10 deliverances and I still feel like I'm bound. Why? Because you went in there <coughs> gagging yourself. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because if you gag yourself, you're going to gag for real. Did you catch what I just said? You go in that deliverance session looking for truth, looking for a breaking. You're looking for a, a key, looking for, looking for this, a key that can open a door that you have locked. The do not enter sign on a door. You take a key, you open that door, you turn on the lights, and you go right to work. You and your deliverance worker helping you get set free. Well, God bless you guys. <laughs> oh, and one more thing. If you feel and sense that you have done this, like subjectively make yourself manifest and fake it till you make it, you need to repent. And just tell the Holy Spirit to forgive you that you did it in ignorance. It was still wrong nonetheless. All right, just tell the Lord. And deliverance worker, if that's what's been your focus, manifestation, vomiting, you know, yelling out, you know, giving demons microphones, you know, what's your name? How long you been in there? Tell me when you got in, you know, uh, what is the devil's plan? You know, giving the microphones and, uh, mm -mm, you know, mm, not a good strategy. Now, do I believe in that? Yes, I do allow and believe that you should let the demon talk a little bit because they snitch on themselves and they'll give away what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? Jesus allowed Legion to talk, but to sit here and give a whole service, like five, ten-minute conversation with a demon? Uh, mm-mm. Nah, not good. Because they are, they are ancient liars. As a matter of fact, they probably got hundreds and thousands of years of lying. You, you don't want to get in a conversation. Uh, with a lying spirit. Cause they'll lie so good. You think it's truth. Another topic for another day. God bless you guys. The Lord's favor, grace and blessing be upon all of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Alexander Pagani. I'm the lead pastor of Amazing Church, aka He is Risen Tabernacle. I'm an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ for the revelation of deliverance. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.